I'm Tried. And I'm Boon. And welcome to the Halloween edition of Tried and Boon. <laughs> <laughs> Only appropriate to have a Halloween episode when our little mascot logo has our ghosty friend. Yep, that's correct. Uh, so when this episode comes out, it's going to be the 20th. Because it's totally, it's totally the 20th right now when we're recording this. Right, right, right. Yeah, we do this live. We're doing live. this live. <laughs> live over Zoom. Um, and so, similar to last week, we're going to ask another question of the episode or question of the day. And for this episode of the podcast, the question is, what was your favorite or least favorite Halloween costume growing up? Okay, I have one for, it's not like least favorite, it's just that like it ended up being like a disaster, mm -hmm. and um, this wasn't so much as when I was a kid as when I like was in college, this was my freshman, yeah, my freshman year of college, I went to visit my sister at Hope College in Michigan, so I got on the train from Chicago, and went there, and I decided this is when Frozen was still really big. So oh, I decided <laughs> oh, no. I wanted to be Olaf, but I didn't want to buy like a costume because they're expensive. And like I, you know, I was in school, I wasn't working or anything. And so I had bought white skinny jeans and a long white uh, t-shirt. And then I'm just like not very patient or crafty. So mm -hmm. I had drawn like the three black circles on the shirt, but it like was not well done. And then I took my stage makeup kit and put white all over my face. Oh man. And then put orange on my nose. And it's just like, it was such a hot mess. Like I wish I would have just paid for a costume or picked something different because I've done like DIY before, like last Halloween, Eddie and I did um, Cosmo and Wanda and it's probably oh, one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause it turned out so cute and it was like super easy other than finding like her earrings because yeah. I wanted to get like I wanted to get ones that would look very similar it was so easy so those are kind of like my favorite and my least favorite in recent memory I don't know if you have any wait okay so going back to your Olaf costume don't you yeah. have like an Olaf onesie or some sort of like sweatshirt or sweater that's Similar to I have a sweater with Olaf on it, but I wanted to be Olaf. What I should have done was just order a freaking onesie because, like, that is so easy. That's literally the easiest costume. And it was also so cold in Michigan. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I was like, I have to DIY. I don't know why. I was like, I have, I have <laughs> to DIY this. You're like, I can do it. I can, I can do it. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Are there still photos from this? Yeah, there definitely are. I'd have to dig them up. I think they're on Facebook somewhere. Oh, that's when you know. At first, when you said college, I'm like, is it when we were in college together? And then I started, my brain was like, okay, let's have our index of all the costumes Casey had put together. Right. No, it was b me before you. <laughs> Before we work together. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so in terms of costumes, I was trying to think about 
if I even had a worse costume growing up or just in general. I don't know if any of my costumes were bad. I definitely am not the type to ever do like a, a scary costume or like even a my costume choices have always been like very cute or like very pretty. So when I was a kid, I my mom always dressed me up as one of the Disney princesses, which like didn't really work out as much because like I'm not white. <laughs> so, so the only, I guess, hair color and I don't even know if you'd consider skin tone that I matched in terms of the Disney princess costumes would have been um, hair color definitely when I was Mulan. And then I never even got to be Jasmine and I never got to be Pocahontas, which are the like brown or tanner skinned princesses. Um, so I wouldn't really count those. I mean, like they were cute outfits, but I was also a kid, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. Um, if I try to think a little more recently, I think one of my favorite ones that I always think about how great it was, despite me literally putting it together like last minute, was when I was bubble tea. Do you remember seeing the pictures? Yes, yeah, so cute. Yeah, so I had, there was this dress that was similar to like a, a standard milk tea color. And um, I was trying to find like a really easy Halloween costume that you could put together like in less than a day, like maybe a few hours. And um, somebody was like, just be bubble tea. And so I went to the craft store really close by from where I live and I bought yarn and um, what else did I buy? No, just yarn. I just bought yarn and um, turned them into little pom-poms and then I had to like hand sew them onto the dress. And then luckily I had um, like an empty roll of toilet paper so I colored that like a random color to look like the straw and I attached it to like a little clip and then I became bubble tea for the day. <laughs> it was so cute. I loved that one. It just made me think of an embarrassing story. I want to say I was in like eighth grade and um, my friend Keller was having some of our friends over from school to her house for like a Halloween party and the one, I knew the one guy I liked was going to be there. And I decided that year. <laughs> <laughs> Not I, like a Halloween party to like try to hit up the guy you have a crush make a, on. Make a move. Make a move. So I had decided that year that I was going to be a, um, like a zombie uh, prom queen. Because my, we had found my grandmother's, um, one of her like dance dresses that she had made that fit me. It was this really pretty yellow ball gowny dress um, mm -hmm. that I actually ended up wearing to a dance later on. But for that Halloween, I wore it. And the only thing was, and I wore it and then like I had black lipstick and like, you know, like black and white face makeup on. Yeah. The only thing was like, it was a little loose. Like the straps were a little loose. <gasps> so, oh my I gosh. Mean, Is this going to be a scandalous story? <laughs> well, Thank God I had, like, a, a, like, very full coverage bra on because, like, I remember it slipped and I was so embarrassed because every, I don't know if everyone saw, but it felt like everyone was, like, you know, saw and I was so embarrassed and, like, I remember the moment it happened, like, perfectly. I remember what bra I was wearing. I oh, my God. <laughs> I remember everything. Oh, I was so no. embarrassed. Oh no. Yeah, I legitimately don't know if there was ever like an embarrassing Halloween costume story or just one that was bad. Um, 
I was trying to think, like, what did I even dress up as last year? And then I remembered I was a beanie baby last year. So I made, I keep, I guess I'm on a DIY Halloween costume kick because I did it like two years in a row, I guess. But last year I was a beanie baby. The year before I was bubble tea. This year, I don't know what, I don't know. <laughs> I still want to dress up, but I also know that it's going to be me dressing up to take some pictures and then like just eat some candy I buy for myself you know like obviously there's not going to be a party to go to yeah, but I yeah, definitely yeah. am still going to dress up um because it gives me something to to look forward to and I can give my get myself candy because I don't have to, I'm, I'm an adult and I'm, a, I'm an adult I'm a big kid watch <laughs> watch some fun spooky movies i don't need to go to my neighbors and beg them for candy please give me some candy christina i feel like if you play it right you could tell them you are like 16 (laughs) (laughs) i'd be like please can i have some candy please so i actually was asking um some of my friends uh that wanted to go to a pumpkin patch because we I haven't done that yet this season but they were saying one of the friends was like oh uh we should dress up and then go to the pumpkin patch because then that'll be like close enough to you know going to trick-or-treat or doing anything for Halloween but then the other one wants to do like you know, nice fall pictures, and so we decided maybe we shouldn't, you know, dress up as Halloween characters for the pumpkin patch, but I don't know. If I get to go to the pumpkin patch more than once, then maybe one of those times I'll get to dress up as a character or something, but I don't know. I don't even know what character I'd want to dress up as. Um, Part of me, since I'm still obsessed with playing Animal Crossing, I kind of want to dress up as Isabel. Because I think it would be so cute. Um, I think it's doable. I like, I think I can DIY it. I believe in my abilities. <laughs> I hope. And it's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen anyone wear costumes to a pumpkin patch because it's normally during the day. That won't stop me. I won't. <laughs> That's not going to stop me. I'm not saying it should. I'm just saying you might be the only one. <laughs> Okay, but so you know how Disney bounding is a thing where you take like a Disney character and you try to like modernize it or I guess put the character in people clothes that will work in like the real life. So I feel like you could do that with um, Isabel too, just because she's a, she's a character that can easily be, you know, transformed into like a a real life person. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's it for costumes. (laughs) Hey, I'm sure we'll get back to costumes later in this episode, but we've been taking a look at a lot of spooky things you can buy online, and I think um, one thing that people always associate with Halloween decorations is pumpkins. They do. That they do. Uh, So I asked all of my friends, excluding Casey, because, (laughs) oh, sorry, excluding Tried. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I'm like, oh, I hope people don't 
forget who we are suddenly because we didn't introduce ourselves correctly this time. Um, but so I asked all my friends, excluding Casey, because obviously that would have defeated the purpose of this entire episode if I told her. Um, but what would they associate with Halloween? And so many people, the first thing they said was jack-o'-lantern and or pumpkin, which I guess is pretty much similar to some aspect. One is carved out and one isn't. Uh, so I went online and I'm like, oh, I wonder what pumpkins are on the market. <laughs> so I found a few reviews. Some of them are really bad and others are kind of, you know, warm. Um, warm? No, some of them are kind of... Um, lighthearted and make you feel good so it gives you a warm feeling inside but the first one um I don't actually know if you because I've never had like trick-or-treating at my house where my family would give out candy uh I'm not sure if you have Casey but in the past few years they've introduced like that teal pumpkin um and the teal pumpkin is supposed to like represent or help visually indicate for um you know if it's a kid or a trick-or-treater who has the teal pumpkin that means they have like a food allergy or something and then if it's a house that has the teal pumpkin that means that they have non-food items that they can hand out to the trick-or-treaters or you know something that's like okay for people who have health um who have like a health condition or food allergies but so i looked up teal pumpkins and i tried to see if there were any you know distasteful or unfortunate reviews. Um, so there was this one that I found and it's called, the title of the review says, Sad Pumpkin. Oh. And it only has, it has one star review, but it was written on my birthday this year. <laughs> so it's dated on my birthday, it has one star, it's titled Sad Pumpkin, and then it reads, the pumpkin looks like it was improperly coated with the initial layering of paint, then someone took a paintbrush and filled in the missing areas. The touch-up reminds me of artwork by a five-year-old, and then it has a frowny face! <laughs> what? How much was it? Um, that I don't know. Honestly, so it was, it wasn't a real pumpkin, it's one of those, uh, like a yeah, plastic a one, one. Mm -hmm. and I can't imagine it being more than, like, five dollars honestly like it wasn't a right. big either it's just it's like a I don't even know what's the standard pumpkin size but it wasn't a large pumpkin and it's also not made with expensive materials so it shouldn't be it should be between five or ten dollars but yeah the, that was I was like what honestly at that point I know they sell those at like Target and Walmart if mm -hmm. you're gonna be really picky about what it looks like you should go get it in person just because... go get a pumpkin and paint it yourself. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. too. If you go in store, you can choose the one that looks the best. Like, you don't... Exactly. <laughs> Why would you bother ordering online? What I've discovered in doing research for this show, like, looking for reviews, is that the people that leave bad reviews are usually just miserable people. Like, sometimes they're justified in that something bad happen with the product like the sugar-free gummy bears from last week but other times you just look and you're like this person wants to be upset wants to be like I, I believe that I fully believe that it's sad but yes. the teal pumpkin is great my mom did it last year because we do get a ton of trick-or-treaters in my neighborhood there's a lot of young families 
in my parents' neighborhood with little kids. And there's lots of kids, I think, that come also, like, probably from neighboring places that maybe don't have very many houses. Mm-hmm. And um, she did it, and she said that there weren't really too many kids to take the non-candy items. Like, it wasn't, like, something that a lot of people needed, but it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Well, what did you guys give away that was non-candy? Was we like got, like, um, pretzels mm, I don't know if they were, ba- I think they were bouncy balls, Ooh. and stickers and um maybe like a yo-yo or something like that like little toys that you would like normally get in like a gift bag like that's sort of like party city sort of thing mm-hmm. um, I see and uh maybe there were like I think maybe it was like uh bouncy balls stickers and like whistles or something like that you know like those like little things that kids <laughs> love that are like dumb oh my God. the ones that the things that you would give to a child that would cause a like ruckus basically yes so I, I loved bouncy balls yeah the bouncy balls would definitely be fun I think I'd enjoy the stickers but so I am a person who has a ton of food allergies which Casey I know you understand that because you've lived with me Um, And so when I went trick-or-treating as a kid, that's when my allergies were kind of, you know, not the best. Um, And so anytime we go trick-or-treating at the end of the night, when we kind of like look to see what we've gotten and then try to divide the candy, anything that had any sort of like hint of peanuts or, you know, some sort of nut project product, because I have an allergy to nuts, I would just automatically discard it. Like, it would go in the no pile. So most of my candies that I'd actually get to eat are, like, lollipops or, like, gum or if there were, like, bags of chips or whatever, I would always get those. Um, Gummies. I wish that this was when I was younger, because then I would have, I wouldn't have to constantly be like, oh, no, out of my giant, like, I don't know, what is what do you call it? like my stash of candy that I got from the whole night I only realistically get to have like a third of it because the rest of it is like chocolate with nuts or I don't know other things like that that's so sad I guess but I mean I shouldn't have that much candy like I shouldn't be eating that much candy anyway so I guess in in hindsight it was okay that I didn't get to eat a lot of the candy but it's still I just hate the fact that I had to be like, oh no, can't eat this. It might get me sick. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I'm glad that teal pumpkins are a thing now, even though I didn't get to enjoy it as a child in my youth. <laughs> yeah, you can get them literally, like, they're popular enough now that I think Target's been selling them for the past couple years. And Walmart probably too. Just like fake little plastic ones. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, I totally uh, forgot that that was a, it's like still relatively new, but for some reason I was like, oh wait, it, it's been like a few years since that was implemented, mm-hmm. so I'm just glad that people are using that as an indicator for the kids like me who have allergies. <laughs> I know, it's nice. Um, but I have more pumpkin reviews because of course I do since this is the Halloween episode. Um, I have this one review. It's it's kind of, it's sweet. It's really nice. It's actually from, it's dated October 31st, 2019. So last year. Last Halloween. It is, it's actually a five-star review and it has the title, Great Pumpkin Purchase. 
But then the subtitle underneath says, Happy Grandma. And I was like, oh, Grandma liked it. And then the, um, the description or the review reads, I love it. It's perfect on my dining room table. Aww. <laughs> so this was for like a tiny pumpkin that um, had like a built-in light. Uh, so I guess grandma really enjoyed it. And I'm like, that's good. I'm glad it, grandma enjoyed it. I just love how it says happy grandma. Like that's so cute. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> um, oh. I guess that motorcycle is not happy. Oh my god, Christina, I thought that was your stomach. <laughs> I thought that was your stomach growling. I was like, Whoa, No, that was the motorcycle outside. Oh my, oh my god. god. At first I went, she's not going to hear it, but then it kept getting louder and I went, I should just stop talking right now and let the sound pass. <laughs> um, yeah, that was not my stomach. That was the outside. Oh, um, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I have another review for the same pumpkin. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. There There are some people who, I guess, bought the pumpkin and didn't realize the actual size of it. So there's yeah. one that is... It's a three-star review. It was written on October 2nd of this year by a person named Allison. Um, and it says, I guess I didn't read the part that they were only five inches. And they are, and then they <laughs> they put defiantly instead of definitely. <laughs> they are defiantly small and also thought I could have them outside, but they're not heavy enough to do that. So now I'm trying to figure out where I can have them, but cute if you have a perfect spot. <laughs> So maybe she did mean defiantly because they're defying her wishes of having the right size pumpkin. They're defiantly small. They chose to be this small. They chose to be mm -hmm. <laughs> They were created and they went, you know what? I'm not going to grow because <laughs> they had the choice. Gonna stay. That's the thing though. Like it's interesting to me how little people will read into online purchases. Like they just trust images but if you go like you need to like go to the description and find like they always have they pretty much always have dimensions yeah. and sizes it'll tell you and the people, size some people be out here acting like they don't know they put like usually depending on how small or how big the object is they'll have like something to reference the sizing so that like visually you can be like okay so this item is the same height as I don't know, a can of Coke or, you know, something, right. something like that that's like the standard. But yeah, I guess this person just didn't look at it good enough <laughs> they, before they bought it, but whatever. And they gave it three stars. So technically that's like a neutral rating. Um, right. But, you know, there, there's that. Um, what it's else? reminding me of a review I almost brought that I didn't that was for something I don't understand why anyone would want. It was advertised as a doormat that had Pennywise in the middle. And it was like a checkerboard pattern where it looks like a spiral and like Pennywise was in the center. So like, it's a very not cute, like strange pattern to have on a doormat. I guess mm -hmm. if you're a big It fan and everybody in it was like, it's so small. It's like the size of a bath mat, not a doormat. 
And I'm like, did y'all look at the dimensions? Oh. Did y'all check? I but yeah. Wait, what was the material? Do you remember? It in the pictures, it really did look like. I mean, it was cheaply made. Like oftentimes there are things, especially on Amazon, where you don't know where it's coming from, or you don't check. You don't check where it's coming from because you can check. Mm. Um, sometimes things are just like really cheaply made, so it definitely looked like a. It didn't look like a material that would hold up well outside. It did look more like a bath material. But even then, it looked like kind of like foamy. And I don't know how that would, how well that would do in water. Oh. Like it was like a foam material. So yeah. it was just, it was just a, a big old flop. Oh, man. But also, I don't know why you would want it. Because it's not fun or cute. And Halloween decorations should be fun and cute, fun in and my cute. opinion. Fun and cute. This is not related to Halloween at all. But I went to Target recently, and they had this one welcome mat that was I think it said something like I hope you brought wine and I thought that was so funny <laughs> I'm like I need that I need that welcome mat to welcome everyone to come into my home Target speaks to me you just understand uh, <laughs> they just understand people who drink wine a lot which you know that's a Is lot that's, that's a big demographic of people which, speaking of, I didn't even get to talk about my wine that I have today. Spooky wine. <laughs> which is spooky Halloween themed. It's called Bare Bones Moscato, and it has an outline of a fish bone. So, you know, that's related to Halloween. I love it. Spooky, scary skeletons. Yeah, and it's it's okay. Like, it's, it's, a, sweeter, <laughs> it's a sweeter Moscato, um, so that's good. That's... <laughs> I listen I love a good Moscato we love a good Moscato uh anyway we're gonna go back to pumpkins <laughs> so this other one this other review for the same pumpkin like I feel like people just bought it and didn't look at the like dimensions because yes so many people that's were- a common that's a common complaint on Amazon items are people just literally not reading and blaming mm-hmm. Amazon yeah, they were like, why isn't this what I wanted? Meanwhile, the store is like, we said it right here that this is what it is. <laughs> so exactly. The, this is a one-star review from Anonymous, and the title of the review is Lie, Lie, Lie. <laughs> oh. Was, okay, Lie, Lie, Lie. It was written on August 28th of this year, so fairly recent. And it says, it's the smallest thing I've ever seen the pick of it not the same pumpkin. <laughs> I have a it few, not the same. I have a few things about this review. It has no punctuation, but it also has a lot of like weird grammar, which I can't really complain about because I te- definitely will say things incorrectly. But just reading it out loud, I was like, it's the smallest thing. I've ever seen the pick of it not the same pumpkin. <laughs> it not the same. It not the same. They didn't even spell I've, like I apostrophe V-E. It just says I-V. So I guess I could have said if. It's the smallest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's funny. With reviews that are written poorly, I wonder, I wonder several things. I wonder, are they speaking into their phone? And having it translate that way, which is dumb. Why would you do that? Or sometimes, sometimes I'm like, oh, well, maybe that they're like English isn't their first language, but you can leave reviews in any language you want, like on Amazon. Like you can yeah. leave Spanish reviews, like they'll translate them. 
So I'm always like, okay, this is probably laziness. And it's just wild that someone would, would want to represent themselves that way. I guess this person was anonymous, but that's, I mean, they're angry. Well, so I think it was kind of what you said last episode, where people will just write the review and then not proofread it and hit send. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened here because they just, they didn't proofread it at all. They didn't put any punctuation. They did attach a picture, which is just the pumpkin, but like it was really tiny. So I don't know. You can't really stray away from the fact that it's a tiny pumpkin. It's (laughs) the smallest picture of a pumpkin they've ever seen. That is, that's, they just didn't understand. They didn't get it. Uh, (laughs) Let me see if there are any any other pumpkin, pumpkin reviews. I mean, honestly, it was hard to find poorly rated Halloween decorations on Amazon. Like the, one of them I found was just people were mad because they only got like one of the thing versus like three of the things but that's not like funny or like interesting you know it's just like a matter of like it, it, it the product worked it was just you know they weren't getting as many as they were promised mm. which is shady but there honestly are a lot of really highly rated cute amazon decorate like halloween decorations that's good i think <laughs> no yeah it is it's really cute are- I'm glad people enjoy their Halloween decorations. I have another one in the decoration category, and this one is for paper bats. So they're paper bats, and you stick them on the wall. But I had a few questions about this review because I just, the way that it's structured, so you can buy this bat from Party City, and it has a size scale on it. So the lower Mm -hmm. end says, feels too small. And then the higher end says, feels too big. But I don't quite know why that's being used for paper bats. Because what? How does They probably just have it programmed in there to go with every single item you could possibly review. Because they assume people are going to be reviewing costumes. (laughs) Feels, this costume feels too small. (laughs) Yeah. This costume (laughs) feels too small. This one feels too big (laughs) and this one feels just right just right um but yeah so I was a little confused or concerned about the fact that they had a size scale for the paper bats but I think it's like you said it's just one of those um automated ones for party city since they sell a lot of costumes but yeah so that was that was a little weird that I wanted to bring up but the one review that I pointed out it's uh, it's from two years ago. It doesn't have an exact date. It just says two years ago. It's three stars, so I guess it's an okay purchase. And it says, definitely right. just for Halloween. And the description or the review reads, got these for a Vampirina-themed birthday. I love them. However, they are more on the scary side than sweet. I, oh. I don't quite know what that means. Wait, they're literally paper bats. They don't have faces, right? Yeah, they're just paper bats. But why? How? They're more on the scary side than sweet? What does that mean? What does a sweet bat look like? What's a vampirina? (laughs) Oh, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. What is it? It is a very popular like Nickelodeon children's animated character. I forget 
if she has her own show or what. But the only reason I know she exists is because when I would cover events at the Bridgeport Mall when I worked in West Virginia, they would always have her there as like a character. So like she'd be like this the costume, like kind of like you see in like theme parks where they have the mascot costumes, but it was a vampirina costume and it was always terrifying. Oh. So this must have been for a child's birthday then. Yes. Yes. Hmm. I don't think I don't know if I don't think kids would be scared by paper bats, but maybe they just associate it with, like, a haunted house or, or something spooky, like Halloween. I don't know. What is a paper bat? <laughs> I know. <laughs> that also reminded me of that one, I think it was a Vine or the video, where the girl goes, look at all these bats. <laughs> you know the one. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but yeah, so that was really confusing. I was like, how is a paper bat scary? And how is it sweet? Like, I don't, a paper bat is a paper bat. There's nothing to it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my decorations for this episode. Actually, I have another one, but I'll save that for later. But those are my pumpkins and my paper bats. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 wait, there's one more. <laughs> oh, man, this one, this one was, like, a last one that I pulled up, which is why I for, totally forgot that I had it. This one is for, um, this is actually related to the one decoration that I'm going to bring up later in this episode, but it's for these, like, small skeletons that you put in the yard so you like them into the yard and so this review was written on October 7th 2017 so three years ago it's a three-star review and the title of it says child size but then the subtitle says no children buried in my yard (gasps) (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry what no children buried in my yard and then the the review reads i guess i didn't notice or realize that it said 36 inches in the description i thought the skull would be more adult in size it looks like we have children's bones in the yard a little (gasps) bit i mean if she wanted scary that's scary they should, they should have handed the children's skeleton yard decoration to the paper bat person and been like, here, we can trade. Oh my god. Yeah, they're sweet little child bones. Sweet little child bones to make up for your scary paper bats. <laughs> that is strange, though. Why would you want a child or toddler-sized skeleton just sitting in your yard? Like, that, doesn't, that's, that is weird. It's, it's creepy. My favorite not, part is I read 36 inches, and I couldn't tell you what that looks like. <laughs> well, it's a little bit more than two rollers. Is that, is that two or three? Is that three feet? rollers? Is that three feet? 12 times six? Uh, 12 times three? 36, I think? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow, it took me a long time to do that mental math. It really hurt. <laughs> but honestly, I I have to like emphasize. I mean, they should have looked at the size, 
sorry. I said emphasize. I meant empathize, right? Em empath empath anyway, I have to agree with this reviewer a little bit because like I cannot imagine ever using a child sized skeleton as a decoration anywhere in my home. Anywhere. Yeah. It's just like it goes from Halloween to creepy. Like it's not Halloween anymore. It's just it's creepy, creepy and weird. I just love how that was the subtitle of the review. No children. No children buried in my yard. Like, I should hope. I sure hope there's not. I sure hope there aren't any children in your yard. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my gosh! So spooky. Oh. <laughs> well, Christina, I was trying to look for low-rated costumes, which was harder to do than I thought it was going. Like I thought it was going to be easy, but it was kind of tricky. Um, and Halloween costumes are always, they're freaking always overpriced. Like, if you buy a costume, they're so expensive. So yes. I would understand, like, someone's going to be upset if they paid for something and it's, like, not good. And most of the ones I found that are poorly reviewed have to do with being those inflatable costumes oh. where part of it is, like, blown up. So, like, they had those dinosaur ones that were, like, a big trend um, a couple years ago. But this one, they have, like, for example, they have Mario riding Yoshi. They, oh, I, oh, I didn't see this one before, but I really don't like it. Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> it's baby. Okay, here's what it's called. Here's what it's called. Excuse, excuse this disturbing imagery. But mommy, I don't want to grow up. Adult Halloween costume. <laughs> and it's, it's terrifying, Christina. It's like a person. So I guess when you stand in it, um, it, part of it is like a dress with like dummy hands. And then you, your head comes out on top in like a baby bonnet. It's really hard to explain. Here, I'll, let me show you. Literally, I don't know how to explain that. Oh my god. Ew! <gasps> Ew, I don't like that. It's Ew. perhaps the scariest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's from our favorite online store, W Mart. It, it sure is. But like, so first of all, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be buying these costumes. You shouldn't be wasting your money on these costumes. They're weird. And also, you have a fan, you have to have a fan connected to all of these. So everybody's like, oh, the fan was loud, or oh, the oh, fan yeah, didn't yeah. work. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's inflatable. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so, like, this one negative review, the inflatable parts of the costume had holes, waste of money. Um, oh, a lot of people are saying it runs very small. Could you imagine well, trying to get into, like, an Uber or a Lyft or a car share wearing that costume? <laughs> that is the most disturbing costume if... If you guys are interested, look up, but mommy, I don't want to grow up adult costume. It's not fun. From W Mart. Truly, honestly, if you're trying to terrify people, you got it. But um, I was looking at the Mario Luigi one because I felt bad because like it seemed like the review, the review was from like a dad who was just trying to like have a fun costume with his kids, and it was just like the fan didn't work so here's what it, here's here's what the here's what they said um the fan that comes with it is not nearly powerful enough to fully inflate the body of yoshi so i ended up walking around with a sad deflated yoshi all night oh no 
the only reason it was able to inflate at all was because some duct taping prevented air from escaping. If, the, if, you, if you get this costume and it performs as mine did, you're not going to have a good time. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So it really does seem like, you know, all these costumes, they never quite work. Like, the concept is fun and, and interesting, but they never quite work. And, like, also, like, I feel like that fan is going to be loud and, like, annoying. I just feel like it's so unnecessary. Like, you could do such a better costume without that, like, inflatable part. And honestly, that baby and mommy one should not exist. <laughs> I, I, I hate it. I truly mommy, hate it. I don't want to grow up. Truly, that hurts me. I, it's going to be in my nightmares tonight. I thought you were going to say that, like, the costume had holes in it, because I'm like, okay, you can fix that by putting duct tape on it, but if the fan doesn't work, then that doesn't, like, the the costume itself just isn't worth it anymore if the fan doesn't work. Right. Um, but those T-Rex ones were so popular. Do you remember those a couple years ago? They were so popular. Just they the T-Rex one? Oh, they still are. Are they? <laughs> they are. Because they have that on the Walmart website, and I mean, Halloween costumes are expensive, but this isn't that expensive. It's 50 bucks. And I feel like you could pay 50 bucks for, like, a stupid, like, sexy, uh, like, sexy nun costume would also be, like, 50. You know what I mean? That's what like, I want to dress up for. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the same thing here. Like, it's kind of poorly reviewed because people said the fan didn't work. Mm. So buyer beware you just may, might not be able to be a baby riding a scary mommy for now <laughs> i don't like the description honestly honestly horrific you don't want to be a baby riding a mommy <laughs> oh, Jesus. you don't want to have a deflated yoshi if you know what i mean <laughs> this is a this is not PG anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a family podcast. It's not PG anymore. I actually saw somebody who was wearing the dinosaur inflatable costume recently. This was maybe in the middle or in the beginning of the, you know, pandemic shutdown. Or <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of dead serious. So I was taking a walk in my neighborhood. And on my walk back home, there was this person that was climbing up the hill so I was going down the hill they were going up the hill wearing the dinosaur costume because I don't know and a lot of people who were driving by were like slowing down to honk at the dinosaur costume person um so if you don't want to wear a mask or you know stay protected in time of the coronavirus you could just wear the inflatable dinosaur costume or whatever inflatable costume you want <laughs> Honestly, it's never not funny when I see a video of someone wearing that dinosaur costume, like, crossing a crosswalk. It's yeah. always funny. It's just so, like, it's so out of place, but also it's this giant dinosaur around, you know, regular-sized people. Like, something about the size <laughs> of the dinosaur that makes it so much funnier, I think. But yeah, so I did see a person wearing that costume recently, and I still am, like, in disbelief that I'd seen it. I actually took pictures of it, which I will send you later. Excellent. I'll send it to you later, Casey, so you can look at them, because I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> I wonder if it's very hot inside of those costumes. 
I can't tell because there's that fan. So you would think maybe the fan is like filtering the hot air. But at the same time, I don't know. Man, if you... So I have no idea. If you pass gas in that costume, (laughs) you're trapped with your own smell. (laughs) If you fart in that thing... You you better not. Game over. It's game over for you. Game over. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I actually don't know what is the air quality like in one of those inflatable costumes because I've never been in one. And I also don't know, like, is it refreshing? Because if you compare it to maybe like the theme park mascots, there's no, um, what do you call it? There's no airflow or like, yeah, there's no airflow inside of those like structured costumes. So I can't tell is it better or worse to be in the inflatable one. It might be better because it's not as heavy. I think it would be better. Interesting. Interesting. Good to know. Good to know. If it gets worse, then, um, you know, we might have to, if the pandemic continues and the coronavirus wreaks more havoc, we can all buy inflatable costumes and then walk around wearing those. (laughs) Honestly, the only problem is they need to make a way for you to eat in those. Um, so, like, I think that's, like, part of the big problem. I mean, maybe this is, like, conspiracy corner, but I think part (laughs) of the, part of the big problem of spreading coronavirus is, like, um, when you eat at a restaurant, like, you obviously have to take a mask off to eat, and when you're outside, I think maybe it's okay if you're got, if you're spread out enough because there's airflow, but when you're inside, which more people are going to have to be because it's getting cold, I feel like there's just, there's always going to be some sort of transmission because, like, it's just so easily spread and, like, so many people come in and out of a restaurant on, like, a daily basis. Yeah. So, it's just, it's a bummer. Not to take this to bummer, bummerville. Bummerville? (laughs) Not that we want to go to bummer town or anything. Because this is a Halloween episode. This is a, well, we did say we'd talk about spooky things, and that sounds pretty spooky to me. (laughs) If you're you're picking up what I'm putting down. (laughs) Aw, that's unfortunate. I still think I would probably buy the dinosaur costume at one point in my life. I feel like it might be necessary. I don't have a reason for it right now, but that doesn't mean I won't have a reason for it in the future. That's very true. I mean, I would probably fall to the ground laughing if I saw you come up to me in one of those costumes. It's it's never not funny. So <laughs> tall and wide. And then you <laughs> who's very short. <laughs> Tiny Christina. Short and tiny Christina. And then suddenly I'm in this, like, big dinosaur. <laughs> oh, man. I think it would be worth it. I just... How do you clean that? That's another question. How do you even clean the costumes? I mean, Febreze? Like, I don't know. Like, is it machine washable? Do you hang dry it? Do you hand wash it? I guess it depends on the material that's made with. Yeah. But, oh well. (laughs) One day we'll find out. Oh well, one day. Maybe we'll find somebody who owns it and then ask them all of these questions pressing questions yes questions about the costumes Uh, do you have any other costumes no honestly 
that that was the one I found the most poorly reviewed. Like a lot of people otherwise, even though they're definitely overpaying for costumes you could make yourself, mm-hmm. liked their costumes. Um, well, that's good. That's good. So that's good news for people buying their costumes online this year. So I guess instead of tried and booed, they would be tried and wooed. Tried and wooed. <laughs> that was kind of a stretch. I'm like, uh, what's a good word that rhymes with booed? Except for like, you're so obviously overpaying. Especially female costumes. Like right now I'm looking at this costume that's supposed to be, you're supposed to be a bottle of rosé. And what? it's literally, it's literally a sweatshirt that says rosé on it that has, like, a little gold gold hoodie. And, like, it's cute, but it's $50. And it's not even, like, that cute, you know? it's like, like you could make that costume. Like, if you really wanted to be a bottle of rosé, you could make that. It looks like a Halloween, like, it's, like, it would be different if it was a sweatshirt that was, like, really nicely made, but it looks like a Halloween costume material. Mm. Like, I hate that. I hate that shit. Make your own costume, ladies. Make your own costume. Make your own costume. It's cheaper, and, you know, you might discover you have a talent for crafting. (laughs) Yeah. Also, reduce, reuse, recycle. Like, yeah, use what you have. Use what you have. We're all about sustainability in this household. (laughs) That's right. I I actually realized that I did have a costume um, review, but just the one. So this one was actually submitted by a friend of the pod. Ooh. Um, it's a one-star review. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-star review that was made on August 27th of 2018, so two years ago. And the costume was um the from ash ketchum from pokemon so the the oh yeah and the title of the review says my son very disappointed for it oh and it says (laughs) i was reading this earlier and i just started laughing when i read it so i'm gonna i'm gonna try and compose myself so i can read through this so the uh, review reads Really very, very smaller size. Are you kidding? My son very disappointed for it. Don't buy. <laughs> so it was too small? It was not just too small. It was, whoa, really very, very smaller. <laughs> yeah, I guess the costume was too small. But my favorite thing is that it says... Are you kidding? <laughs> are you are you kidding? Are you joking? Are you kidding? Is this a game? Do you think Ash Ketchum is a game? It is a game. Oh, you want to catch them all? You gotta catch them all. That's part of the game. Yeah. So this person, oh, the person's name is Arthur. Arthur was not satisfied with their purchase of the Pokemon trainer costume, and I. I feel bad. Well, okay, so to make matters worse, the size that they bought it in was an adult medium. So I feel like they do run small because so I feel it, like Halloween costumes they perpetuate the idea that everyone is skinny and tall. I also suspect it might be one of those one size only 
that, and that's BS. The one size fits all one. Like, yeah. I mean, if you are a smaller person, it's probably going to be okay. But like, you have to be like the average or ideal size, and I hate that. Which I don't even know what that means, especially if you compare to the average size of an American. Which you know what's upsetting the amount of native princess costumes <sighs> I've been seeing while scrolling. Like they still sell them. Like people still are buying them and being like, "Yeah, this is fun." Like why? It's not even like people are dressing up like Pocahontas, the historical character, or the Disney character. Like, it's not that. It's white girls <laughs> wearing, like, sexualized versions of Native American clothing. Oh and my. those were some of the ones, like, some of the four-star ones I saw. And I just wanted to call it out because, like, if you bought that costume, you deserve to have a bad experience because you're <laughs> appropriating culture. It was also just um, Indigenous People's Day. Yes. Yes. So, timing. <laughs> very, I know. Very it's just like people, people are purchasing this in 2020 and I'm like, I hope you have a bad time. Oh man. Well, if they're rating it four stars, then that means that they're having a good time. Well, no, there are some one-star reviews, and it's mostly about sizing. Oh. Um, but also, just, like, maybe don't dress up like someone else's culture and make it sexualized, and just don't. Like, there's, out of all the things you could be, why? I miss when everyone would dress up as, like, the, what you call it, the gumball machine, because it was one of the easiest costumes you could put together. <laughs> Or, like, they would dress up like um, Static Cling, where you just wear all black, and then you just um, glue or tape, like, socks and, like, dryer oh, sheets to yourself. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that is a thing. I remember I that one. It depends on the year, because remember when the one, oh, my gosh, what do you call it? But everyone dressed up as Harley Quinn? Oh, was, my like, good yeah. lord, yes. So anytime there's, like, a very popular movie that comes out, or a television show, or whatever the case may be, um... There's just always a large influx of people dressing up as that character, which, you know, that's cool for the sake of merchandising and costumes, but, <laughs> so that's a thing, too. <laughs> that is also a thing. I could literally talk about costumes for probably the whole time, but I know I mean, we have other stuff to get there into. Are a ton, there are a ton of costumes, that's for sure. Um, yeah. So this next set of reviews that I have are relating to Halloween, but not relating to costumes this one is actually relating to our good friend the vampire so relating to halloween um love it Yay! <laughs> we love dracula now this is the movie i think you told me before we started yes so this one is for the movie the movie that was dated 1931 in which the was the actor who played Dracula. So it's a very, very, very old movie. But my favorite part, as I was looking through reviews for this movie, is that people are still watching that film now. Like, this one that I'm looking at right now was written four months ago. And yeah, people are still watching the Dracula movie from 1931, and they have a lot to say about it. <laughs> I bet they do. I, I bet they do. 
Yeah, so the topic of Bella Lugosi's movie as Dracula was also submitted by a friend of the pod. Uh, so of course I had to do my research and look into seeing what people had to say. People had varying responses after watching this movie. Um, I think I have like four. Yeah, I have four reviews. Yep, four reviews. Um, the first review is written by a person named Phoenix. That's the that's the name, Phoenix. And it was written ten months ago, and the review just says. Hey, Dracula, don't do this. And that's it. What? It says hay, but it's spelled like horses eating hay. So not oh, even no, no, no. oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Dracula, dot, do this. Now, this isn't the movie that you and Kayla watched <laughs> that had this. The lesbian vampires. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's another vampire movie. Um, <laughs> that one was also wild. That movie, I truly did not. I was like, what are we watching? <laughs> I thought it was a movie based off of another vampire uh, piece of literature called Carmilla, which is the. Apparently, if you go down the timeline of all the vampires that have existed in history, there was Carmilla, the literary character that was created before Dracula. So the movie Ooh. that our um, roommate Kayla and I watched because I was doing a um, English paper on vampires in literature um, was supposed to be based off of the story of Carmilla, but it ended up being a lot more scandalous than we expected. I remember that. I remember you guys being like just shook. Being like, this is wild. That's that's my poor baby eyes. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh man. And I still referenced it in my essay too. So we just yeah, sometimes you just gotta take what you got and you gotta make it work. <laughs> man. Yeah, so this is not the same film. Um, this one is another vampire film called Dracula, and it was created in 1931 which is a very very long time here's the thing with movies that old you have to go into it with a certain expectation like you have to go in into it taking into account the time in which it was made oh, because yeah. if you think about it from a modern perspective it definitely wouldn't be enjoyable because the effects are probably non-existent the acting is probably over dramatic yep. it's like it's interesting, like, I really don't know if I could even enjoy it, because I'd be like, well, there's so many better things now, you know? I, it's feel, just, it's like, I feel like, unless you are, you know, one of those people who are diehard Dracula fans, which I'm right. not saying that I am, but I do love a good vampire story. <laughs> Twilight! We do love a good vampire story. I have not um, gotten rid of that phase of my life but um when I watched it for the first time I definitely was like oh this is not for everyone <laughs> mm -hmm. but there was a review that actually talks about that so this review is written by a person named Angela it was written a year ago and it says I thought this movie was not scary but comical and cheesy he may not have a more authentic accent but Bella Lugosi was not a believable vampire 
I like how they're saying this as if they've seen a believable vampire before. And then, who are they talking about? Robert Pattinson? Yeah, exactly. Who are you Edward Cullen? <laughs> and then it says, the acting is over the top and melodramatic. Plus, how can it be a horror movie? It is in black and white. Like, I'm sorry. In 1931, they did not have color. Or they might have, but it was slowly transitioning. <laughs> says at best oh wait it says i find them entertaining at best what vampire is going to announce that they're going to bite someone not at all mysterious or alluring add a few high shrill screams and fainting and you have the perfect spoof so i'm gonna just go out and say that this person did not enjoy the film but yeah but they also didn't understand they did not understand the time period like If you know anything about early cinema, which I'd imagine people who are either Dracula fans or fans of, like, cinema history would probably watch this, the acting style was that way. Like, that's, people were like that because they were, they were used to stage acting. So when you take stage acting to cameras, everything seems really goofy because, like, it's like, you know, it's just, they don't have to project energy live to an audience so they're like they overdid everything and so the funniest part of that and perhaps the saddest part is that she thought it would be in color (laughs) i think my favorite part was that they said that bella lugosi wasn't a believable vampire as if they've seen a believable vampire i'd love to know what makes a believable vampire because vampires don't exist well this was written a year ago so it could either be the vampires from twilight which I have a lot of feelings when it comes to Twilight. <laughs> Me too. Um, or any of the other vampire films that had been created since then. So it could be the vampires from Interview with a Vampire, or it could be the vampires from Carmilla, or whatever the case is. But right. yeah, I'm still not sure what they perceive as a believable vampire. But this was created, this movie came out in 1931, which was a very long time ago. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Oh Miss Angela. I I mean honestly, I probably wouldn't enjoy it, be- but I'd also like understand it if I watched it. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't like criticize it for those things. I just know it's like not my thing, you know? And also that it's it's for a very specific audience now. Yes, definitely for those um, cinema fans and um, fans of Dracula and or vampires, like myself. (laughs) Like myself. But if you're looking for a spooky experience, you might like haunted houses. Now, here's the thing when I was looking into this for this episode. Because of COVID, a lot of places are not operating their haunted houses. I did read one where I guess they are operating and the actors can't touch you. And oh, this man. person this person complained about like the covid restrictions because they it wasn't scary enough because the actors weren't allowed to like get up in their face and touch them. I was like, "Are you kidding? Do you not think covid is scarier than a haunted house because it is? And if you get it, you're going to be scared." So, I was like shook by that and I was like, "I don't even want to I don't even want to give a platform to that. Per- I mean, like, ugh, that was appalling. But I was trying to find ones from 
maybe last year or the year before just to see if anybody had had like a very strange or bizarre experience at like a haunted house mm-hmm. and the one that I found was a review on I'm not going to give the name of the place because I don't want to I don't want to talk them down because like I I feel for the people running this based on the reviews so it's in Galveston Texas I found Ooh, it on TripAdvisor and people people were giving it low reviews <laughs> Basically because the entire haunted house was run by one man. Like one, he was the, the one actor in the whole haunted house. Oh my so God. He, would be, he would be running trying to get to the next place that the people <laughs> would get to and he would get there too late. Um, so I'll read part of this woman's review. It's very lengthy. She said... <laughs> This haunted house does not have several actors. It only has one person, which is the doctor guy you see on their website in the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And um, they apparently play play a video that video for you while you're waiting to get into the haunted house. And so um, she, this reviewer said, now the doctor, aka the only actor in this so-called haunted house, talks to you about his poor dead wife, Sarah, and how he needs your eyes, which is creepy. That is creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, at times he pauses, and you think the haunt haunt is going to start, but you realize the pauses are either because he is killing time or forgetting his lines. (laughs) Oh, no. And um, she said the reason that that you would hear screams, like, people were, like, excited because you could hear people screaming, and they're like, oh, it must be, like, really spooky. Mm -hmm. Um, At the very end, they make the whole audience scream to exit the haunted house. They say you have to scream to exit. So it was like a whole big ploy. Um, It's all fake. (gasps) And it's just, here's the thing though. It's like, whoever this guy is, he's hustling. He's trying to run this haunted house all by himself. He's running from scene to scene. He's character. He is just really trying to tell his story and he's trying to find his dead wife is that what you said eyeballs he's trying to find the eyeballs of his dead wife <laughs> i need your seeing eyes so i can find my dead wife that's scary right i, I don't understand i don't understand the narrative there um i apparently... feel like go ahead <laughs> Apparently, this haunted house is connected to a pirate museum. Oh! Two for one there. Two Two for for one. one. You can get scared by the one-man haunted house character and then go see some pirates. (laughs) Here's some pirates. Here's some pirates. I can't tell. Would you want to do it the other way around? So you go see the pirates first, and then you go see the one-man haunted house character. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this person hated the pirate museum too. They said the whole pirate exhibit could have been used as the entryway for a low budget seafood restaurant. Oh no! Wait, so the one man haunted house character, was it the same character played all throughout the haunted house? Or did the character guy have to switch costumes or like play someone else throughout the entire experience? That is a good question. From her description of the experience, 
it's he's playing the same character he's just trying to run like keep up throughout the like walk so basically i think it's like almost like walking a hallway a very long hallway like it's a straight shot so he would just try to get to the next corner and like pop out and scare them but it is this doctor character the whole time (laughs) so he wasn't doing costume changes oh man could you imagine him trying to change costumes after every slot and then like missing something when he reappears to scare the the guests like (laughs) oh man yeah all of these are like one man show is it so has this haunted house always had one person playing the character or is it only because of covid that they had a one character these are from 2018 so i would assume that this is what it's normally like what well if you're looking for a (laughs) halloween haunted house experience that is technically not that much better than going to any other haunted house if they're even open these days you can go to texas for the one man haunted house show (laughs) oh no does it say how big the groups were like how many people um there's some honestly super detailed reviews on this and this one guy said they that he went with a group of 14 and they went into they were split into two groups of seven because the space is so small and they only have one actor uh-huh. And he said if you were at the back of the group, you usually missed whatever scene or action that actor did. Oh, no! It sounds like a train wreck. Um, I'm surprised people are still... Is it still open? Let's see. Those are all from 2018. I wonder if... There is one from 2019. And it says on TripAdvisor that it's open. Oh. Hmm. It's just, I, I guess this, this place, Galveston, Texas, Galveston, I don't know if I'm saying that right, it's known for ghost tours. So I think this man is trying to capitalize off of that, but he's just not quite making it. He's um, not hitting the mark as well as he could be. The pictures make it look like, like, what did these people expect? Like, it looks like a, a house, make, or it looks like a small storefront, like, on a street. Oh. It just says haunted, it says haunted house. Like, it, it's shady. Like, it, it just has, like, a wooden sign that says haunted house. <laughs> so, I mean, people should just probably do their research i think i found the one after too there he is is. not that i know that all doctors look the same but that doesn't look like a doctor (laughs) i'm concerned about the doctor's wife how did they die where did her eyes go i don't know (laughs) i think maybe he took them see i feel like even though there's only one actor, you can still make it seem scary if you had maybe a fog machine or maybe some sound effects of like scary, spooky music or like screams or just sounds, ambient sounds to distract the guests. But something tells me that maybe they don't have the budget for that <laughs> for this haunted it house. It seems 
it seems very underfunded. Um, I think, I think perhaps, because they said there is a woman at the front who, like, welcomes you and gives you some history of the surrounding building or area, so I think that they are passionate about, like, the history and the ghost history, and that's what some of the more positive reviews say, um, but they all say like it's basically a, a one-man monologue and it's very uh, short and oh you just no. kind of walk through it oh, no. so <laughs> i would say if you're making if you're going on a ghost tour there's probably better structured ways to spend your time that you're going to get more out of but, i don't even know if halloween or haunted houses are going on nowadays anyways well so. there was that one review i saw and i i i think it was it might have been the scare house in Pittsburgh. So I think they're doing like very limited things kind of in the way that some like theaters are letting their performers like perform on stage with masks on or like shields on and like no audience. So it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. I, I would interested. definitely not recommend going to one. I wonder if, um because Kennywood, which is a theme park here in Pittsburgh, open for the summer and I wonder mm-hmm. if they're gonna do the um oh my gosh what do you call it right phantom fright nights fright nights there you go I almost said scareween that's not mm-hmm. even close why <laughs> scareween I can't even but I'm curious to see if they're gonna actually participate or do that this year because they were open over the summer even though technically it's not safer now than it was then but I don't know I guess we'll find out <laughs> I guess we'll find out. If- yeah, I honestly, I honestly, like, had irrational rage towards them for being open during the summer. Like, I don't have any control over that, so I shouldn't waste my emotional energy. But I just feel like it's such, I mean, maybe they had to do it to survive, but, like, there's no, there's no safe way to go to a theme park right now. I am thoroughly convinced. There's too many people and surfaces and exposure I just, it is what it is. I'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. Too many high-touch surfaces for all of the people mm-hmm. involved. That's just what it is. <laughs> well, if um, you're looking for a scare, I wouldn't recommend going to a scare house in Texas, but if you want a family-friendly scare, you could head over to Home Depot and purchase our good friend, and honestly, probably the love of my life, the 12-foot skeleton. <laughs> now, I for a brief moment forgot what 12 feet was like, and I was telling Christina you could put it on your front porch, and then I realized that's two six-foot-tall men, like one on top of the other. That is irrationally large. It's that massive. Is- hilarious truly i just now it i just had there's no words that can describe or explain my love of this 12 foot skeleton and i think a lot of other people also have fallen in love with this giant beast maybe that's just (laughs) just the thing um but it became very popular on social media because of course it did it's just this massive skeleton decoration that you can have outside. 
uh, unless the inside of your house can fit a 12 foot standing item, then you can put it inside, you know, whatever works for you and your household, but unfortunately not for me. So I decided to look up reviews for our good friend, the 12 foot skeleton, which you can purchase at Home Depot, uh, just to see what people had to say, because it is, you know, a massive <laughs> Halloween decoration that I want to purchase. I look at the price and it's like, $300, I think, to buy this total oh skeleton. Oh my god. I told my friends that if we all pitched in and divided it between, you know, how many of us, then we could share it every year. So one year, I get to have it. One year, one of my friends gets to have it. The other year, my other friend gets to have it. Um, but unfortunately, we weren't able to come up with a consensus on how we'd divide the cost of that this year. But next year, if it's still available, that might be something that we're going to purchase, but so I looked at a bunch of reviews online for this giant skeleton, and all of them are really positive, but we have a few, you know, standout reviews that I wanted to read out. Um, this first one was written on September 21st, uh, 25th of this year, and it's titled, Best Thing I've Ever Purchased. It's a five-star review. Uh, the quality is five stars, the value is five stars, and the description says, this skeleton is the only thing that has cured my depression. <laughs> I've never been so happy, and I've gotten so many compliments. The only main issue was transporting the skeleton, lol. <laughs> Literally, do you tie it to the top of your car like a Christmas tree? Uh, so there's a little photo that's attached to it, and it's literally... <laughs> because it's, this is a massive skeleton. Like, there's no, there's no, like, two, three, four ways around it. So they just... <laughs> and I guess it's intact, too, because the photo shows the whole skeleton in its full form, so it's not even like in a box, and it's just attached on top of a car. So could you imagine driving oh my God. with this 12-foot skeleton just like on the top of your car? Like, And also, if it flies off, and, like, if you're on the highway and it flies off, <laughs> you're going to cause the most insane traffic accident of 2020 like <laughs> Can you imagine if like even one of the limbs or like oh my god it could break off? your windshield probably could you imagine like the hand of the skeleton just flying off and like hitting somebody's windshield or like i don't know just flying off in general like that's horrifying can you imagine someone explaining to their insurance company that the <laughs> arm of a 12-foot skeleton broke their windshield and then the insurance company's like, I'm sorry, this isn't covered by your policy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so apparently this skeleton can cure your depression because it has for our friend Dave here. Um, well, so if you're feeling you're in a little rut, maybe consider purchasing this $300 skeleton from Home Depot. I'm looking at, at TikToks of it and pictures of it and like, you hear 12 feet and you're not immediately visualizing something shocking and then you look at it and 
I promise you've never seen a skeleton this large before. <laughs> I promise you, you'll never see a skeleton that big before. Uh, yeah, so I have God. another I have another set of reviews. Um, this one actually mentions the TikTok video that went viral. So the this review was written on September 30th of this year, also five stars. The title says, score, one single skeleton, 100 calls, and I won the race. <laughs> And it reads, after the events of 2020, this has been the most exciting and welcoming adventure. It began at the beginning of September when I learned that the 12-foot skeleton was flying off the shelves and that stock was limited. Even before the viral TikTok video, one of these beasts were on top of a car and I knew I had to have one, but where could I get it? <laughs> Home Depot was sold out online in every store in Ohio and it seemed like there was no inventory. I kept my hopes up and checked every single day on the off chance they'd make a return or a miracle happened where a store near me got more in stock. Then came Skell Day, <laughs> like Skeleton Day. On Monday, September 25th, 2020, a mysterious thing happened. The store in some place in Ohio started showing limited stock. After working for some time in retail, I knew that meant very little. And basically, the point of it is that they went to the store, purchased the skeleton, and it was the best day of their life. So, <laughs> honestly, I'm happy it's bringing joy. It's funny because it's like so it, I just looked and it's sold out in most places around us as well and it, oh. I would think that if the store had one on display it would be like a tourist attraction like people were like oh I don't want to spend three hundred dollars but I'm going to go take my picture next to this 12-foot skeleton at Home Depot but I'd imagine they can't even keep one for display purposes because like they're so in demand Somebody's going to be like, can I please, they probably would buy, they would probably buy it for like $500 because it's so right. to get the d display skeleton. Display. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about this whole, I don't know, skeleton adventure for everyone is that it's just, so I try to imagine me and my household having this 12 foot skeleton. Our porch isn't very tall and we don't have a, a lawn. So I can't, I can imagine just having this 12 foot skeleton on like the little landing area. We would be the talk of the neighborhood because we have this 12 foot skeleton just hanging out in our yard. <laughs> I it want is, that kind of fame, Casey. I really do. <laughs> I mean, it would be an attraction, literally. Literally an attraction. I wonder what my landlords would say about it. Probably not <laughs> like it at all, but at the same time. I mean, we had a kitchen fire, so, like, it can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. Anyway, going back to the skeleton reviews. <laughs> Actually, oh, my God, I didn't even mean to make this reference, but the day that the fire in my house went on was on September 18th of this year, and that's the date of this next review that I'm going to read out right now. Wow. It was, a, it was a bad... It was a bad day for you and a good day for this person. It, it was. It was a bad day for me and a good day for our friend, the reviewer, named Nate, a.k.a. The Fun Neighbor. That's what they put as their display name. Uh, so like I said, the review was written on September 18th, and it has five stars, and the description reads, Nate is a gentle giant. Oh my god, wait, I just realized, Nate 
is the name for the skeleton, not the reviewer. <laughs> the name, the, the title of the review says, his name is Nate and he is amazing. And then the review reads, Nate is a gentle giant. The other skeletons are really mean to him, but really, he's misunderstood. He's only stepped on one guy, and all the other skeletons make a big deal out of it. What what lore? I love that the, that the 12-foot skeleton now has a name, and there's lore. There's a story behind it. I can't believe my 12-foot skeleton boyfriend is named Nate. I didn't realize that until today, so... Honestly? cute name. I like it. <laughs> You're like, I ship it. <laughs> um, so there's that. I have two more reviews. Um, all of them really positive. I don't think I saw, I didn't see any with negative reviews. There were a few that talked about maybe the eyes not working, but like mm. when you have a 12 foot skeleton, I don't even think your eyes can see up that far. Let's be honest. Oh my God. No. I mean, maybe at night if they light up, but yeah, but like you can work around that. Just get like led lights and form something together and then you have new eyeballs. But this other review is um, from September 24th of this year and it's titled big boy exclamation point and it says oh boy this skeleton is one big boy <laughs> <laughs> is that the title of the podcast <laughs> the skeleton is one big one boy, big boy. <laughs> editor casey put this as the, the podcast title editor casey just had an idea <laughs> The um, the review also reads, the box itself is huge. If you opt to unpack and leave the box, be sure to get support pipes at the bottom of the box. 12 foot and quite the showstopper. And this one is written by a person by the name of Home Haunter. Pretty fitting. Spooky. Big boy. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. That is excellent. I Nate? My 12-foot skeleton boyfriend is a big boy. <laughs> He's a big boy. And then we're going to round off our skeleton reviews with this nice one. It's very short, sweet, and to the point. It was written by a person named Michelle on September 8th of this year five stars because of course it was and the title right. says actually the title and the description both read he is a giant and i love him that's it me too michelle that's my boyfriend you're talking <laughs> i just found one from october 10th from jesse i don't know if this is true the title is Survives Hurricane Winds. Our town was ab ab obliterated by Hurricane Delta. There are power lines down, well-built heavy fences down, and even trees. Guess who survived the wind? No issues. Nate? Jimothy Bones. The 12-foot <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> Everybody has a name for him. Uh, I thought his name was Nate. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This skeleton moves around. 
Je vous le dis. Je vous le dis, Bones. <rire> oh, man. Do you have any other reviews? Can you see? No, I mean, this is the strongest way we could end the pod is like if you want to stay in the spooky spirit all you got to do is go read some more of these reviews like yeah. what we highly <laughs> recommend looking at reviews for the 12 foot skeleton from home depot um all of them for the most part are going to be positive the only negative ones were about like the eyes or maybe like a limb is slightly broken but like you know you can fix it with some duct tape or something yeah give him a little cast yeah <laughs> yeah give the skeleton a little cast i am curious to see like in places where maybe there's high winds especially as october continues like how will our skeleton friend survive apparently in the strong apparently stars, he did great he does well so you know if you want someone reliable sturdy tall look no further than our home depot 12 foot skeleton <laughs> he's perfect he's perfect he's the perfect companion for your household <laughs> i'm honestly in such a halloween spirit like just looking up all this stuff i literally am like gonna buy another halloween sweatshirt yeah i'm literally going to watch hocus pocus after we finish this recording <laughs> yeah I'm I, to, I don't know think about pumpkin patches and maybe try to go to one well you and me you and me are definitely gonna go um because we have to go with our friend who's a friend of the pod we love uh, I don't we know if you want to shout out by name <laughs> but um we we are I'm planning on taking a co-worker of mine who has not carved a pumpkin before so hopefully you can come with us then we can get apple cider oh, man. it'll be so fall so fun so fall so fun so spooky and ready for halloween but that I being said wait. i think that pretty much uh rounds up our halloween episode of the tried and food podcast always you can listen to tried and food every other tuesday on the anchor app or your usual podcast platforms like spotify apple podcast and google podcast if you stumble upon a weird review online whether it's positive or negative you can send it to our email that we made specifically for this podcast which is called tried and booed so you spell out and uh, at gmail.com <laughs> It's your turn. <laughs> <sighs> Remember, if you don't have anything nice to say, we'll say it on our podcast. <laughs> Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween.